This week, I enjoyed a fantastic conscious conversation with my good friend and previous guest, Paul Holliday, creator of the Human Excellence Project. In a former life, Paul was a mortgage broker and he shares his long-held concern about the financial system, burdening debt, and the systemic failure in the past to deal with the real issues at hand. He suggests it's now time that we have a serious review of our relationship with capitalism in its current form. While the conversation goes further, covering topics such as the impact of the COVID shakeup on the world, the state of mental health, fake online gurus, drama triangles, and much, much, much more, Time and time and time again, the common element that we continue to return to is the impact of capitalism, sitting behind, affecting and directing people's choices and behaviours, and the impact that that has. This was a great conversation between two men, both 45, trying to make sense of the world, much like many of us. And while it's serious in place, there's also a lot of humour as well. So enjoy, Paul. Hello and welcome back to WA Real. I'm your host, Bryn Edwards. This week, we're gonna continue the series of conscious conversations with previous guests as I welcome back Paul Holiday. Paul, welcome back to WA Real. It's great to be back. Thanks for having me, mate. You're very, very welcome. We're um, back in the scene of the, the big whiteboard experience yeah. from a few weeks ago, yeah. which is pretty, pretty mega. Yeah, what a day that was. It was indeed. So, um, Paul, what's been on your mind? <laughs> wow, wow, there's so much going on in the world right now. Um, where do you begin? Is that, we just said a second ago that so much has happened in 2020. Mm. Um, and if you would have picked in 2019 that these events, bang, 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 and all political, all, you know, whether it be to do with health, Mm. restrictions communication and it's put it's put a lot of people brought a lot of fear to the f to the fore um, and it, we've all had to navigate our, our way through this mm. um, and all the world's going through this in a different way and I think more so than, than ever we're, we're blessed to be here in WA oh yeah um, where it's been all of it's been dumbed down it's been really light Yes. Effect on us has been. I just feel like we've been protected by our isolation. Yeah, exactly. The most mm. isolated city in the world, they say. Mm. That's what they say. And then they close the borders, which makes us even more isolated. And and here we are. And again, it's been. It's I. It, I. I'm learning more so now to not get drawn into the fear that mm. this is the beginning of something that, of this massive change. The more I listen to to my mentors. I, I was listening to Darpan the other day and, and it inspires me when I, when I listen to people who aren't affected by this. Yes. That, that only see the good in this, that this is a metamorphosis event yes. of change. And let's pull out the good things that we are getting to spend time with family, we are getting to spend time in nature, we are being able to look at our health proactively. Yeah. Let's look at that. Let's not let's not focus on the whole things collapsing and everyone's gonna hate each other and Oh yeah. It's bizarre. It's a, it's a bizarre world. What have been some of the things that have um, <clears throat> pulled you in from the fear? Yeah, one thing that's because we're all human, we all yeah. get we all get pulled in. Yeah, one thing that's that's pulled me in and it has for years since two thousand eight and I, and again it's because of 
experience, yeah. because of life experience, is the global crash, is the, is the money, yes. is the, the system, the monetary system, the, the banking system, because mm. I was a financial advisor for many years back in the UK and we lost everything in 2008. Yeah. With knowing how that played out and how, in comparison to where we are now, how low the debt was back in 2007, 2008 in comparison to today. Yes. That drew me in. It was like, oh no, this is going to be so much worse. Because mm. in 2008, we essentially kicked it down there. Yeah, we kicked the can down the road. Kicked the can down the road. Yeah. And if I'm right in understanding, even 2008 or preceding that at the end of the 90s, was it? Yeah. Yes. We kicked the can then. That's right. So we just keep kicking it and kicking it and kicking it because, you know, capitalism has to work. That's has to. how it. That's how it overcame communism and fascism and things like that. Yeah, it's constant growth. They're always saying that we have to have growth, growth, mm. growth, growth, and growth comes with growth of debt. You can't just have growth of, you know, you've got these massive billionaires who wait for these events. Yeah. And everyone's like still, it's, when I listen to some of the experts in the world, like someone like Robert Kiyosaki, yeah. um, author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad, who, who's watched this play out and predicted every single crash yeah. Since the 70s, he's got it all right. And he knew this one was coming years ago and yes. I've been listening to him for years and waiting for this to come. But even still, like listening to someone like that to say, right, when it bottoms out, there's a, there's, um, you, can, you can then start buying. And, and it, yeah, so in fact, profiting. You can, yeah, so they're waiting for people like me who lost everything to come in and, and swipe on your loss is their gain. Yeah. So they pull all their investment money out, wait for this bottom, this supposed bottom, and then they come, come back in. in yeah. And they double, triple, quadruple them. Which wealth. then only exacerbates the situation further. Because I think one of the things that, because what I've quite enjoyed doing, not in a sick, perverted way, but it has caused people to get, you know, thinking and a bit of anxiety comes with it. Is, is poke people to, th to ask them about, well, where does money come from? Mm. How much money is there? How do you think it all works? Mm. And the fact that it, it is predominant, it, well, it is based on a debt-based system, mm. and the debt's this big, and the supply's that big, yeah. which means well, we're all fucked That's from right. the start. That's right. They create debt through our need to buy things like houses, so again, when you look deep into the monetary system, mm. the banks through fractional reserve lending create money yeah. through our signature, through yeah. our name. That's how they take like $10 and turn it into 99. Exactly, exactly. And then it goes on and on and on. It just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And then when they create the $100,000 for argument's sake, mm -hmm. then in the future, that $100,000 has to be paid back plus this interest thing that doesn't exist yeah. So it doesn't exist. So you've got to go, go out and work and, and work. Find the extra money. Find that extra money on top of the money that you've borrowed. So you're going to borrow mm. 100,000. They want, say, argument, say 200,000 back. So you, we're all playing this game. We're, we're, all find, we're all trying to find the extra 100 grand and it doesn't even exist it in the supply. Exist. No, it doesn't exist. It's never existed. That's why we're looking at, you know, I, I read a, um, an article a couple of weeks back saying that they expect that the whole world is in four quadrillion dollars debt, mm. 4,000 trillion, 4,000 trillion dollars debt. debt. 
the whole world that's um, corporate, personal, all of it. Yeah. Corporate, the lot. And, and then the next question is, to who? Exactly. Well, it's to nobody. It's to nobody. Yeah. But the, again, you go back to the Federal Reserve, to all these people, and, the, and they're propping it up and they're kicking the can down the road. And then, it, what, <clears throat> it's the simple thing for me is when I was doing mortgages back in Liverpool, um, when I started doing mortgage, it was four times your, your income that you yeah. could borrow. And now, now I look back at that and think, God, that, that, that actually gave you a chance yeah. to pay the house off. Yeah, it gave the, you a chance. During the point, during yeah. your time. 20 years, 25 years, that was like, you, you, yeah. could actually, you could actually buy a house that you could afford, and then over them 25 years, it wouldn't cripple you to have holidays, to have nights out, to yeah. go for meals, Stand to be able life. to... Yeah, to be able to buy a nice TV or a computer, you know, change the carpets and the furniture every now and again. It gives you the chance to pay it off, to play their game, to say that you can retire yes. in the future and you can have an asset, right? But now you've got, in Australia, you've got all these people who are in, in the industry and, and it's not, I was in the industry, so I know what they're going through. Yeah. When you're in it, you have to tell everyone that it's okay. Yes. Because you need to pay your bills and you have to feed your kids and they have to pay Because you're, you're in school. the game as well. You're, you're not agnostic from the game. No, that's right. And it's not their fault. They've got good friends who are in it. And, yeah. And I, and I feel sorry for them because I was in it too in 2008. But then you've got to look at deep inside yourself that are you selling a lie? Mm. Because you know you're in it. And you know they can't. They'll never pay it back. They'll never pay they it back. They'll never pay it back. And, and, and this is a big one, we're more than likely going to see a big crash. Because in, when I started doing mortgages about, two, I think it was about 2004, something like that, um, four times your income. Now it's like eight times your income. And nobody get, goes, right, goes to see a financial advisor and goes, right, I want to borrow as little as I can. Yeah. Everyone, I know this from experience, I've done hundreds if not thousands of mortgages. Yeah. Everyone says, how much can I borrow? Yes. And then they get, say, 500,000, they go, I've seen a house for 550. Yeah, just, yeah, I can do a bit more, I can do a bit more. So they push themselves, they borrow money from elsewhere to get to this, and then they get the mortgage for 550, and the government, and the bank, sorry, says, yeah, you can have that. Then they don't realise, obviously, at the moment it's going to be different, but you've got stamp duty on top of that. Yeah. And then you've got your solicitor's fees on top of that. Then you've got your mortgage fees on top of that. And then you've got to pay your water rates and your normal rates and yep. your, all the other rates. And then you've, got to, then you've got to put your curtains up and then you've got to buy your couch and your TV. And then you've got to have a child. Yeah. And you get drawn into that game again. Two cars. You can't have one car because you, you know both of these have got to work to pay the debt off. And then your child that you love dearly then gets brought up by these people in a, in a childcare center. Yep. And whatever life they've had is then getting fed into your child, programming yeah. them into this system. Not you. Not you, not the mother, not the yeah. mother who should be nurturing her, you know, or him, whatever it is. Then that's what, that's, this is where, it, at the basic level. Yeah. And, and I've got so many friends buying houses right now. Well, it, it's starting now, even sooner than that, I find, mm. with, you know, um, I was really fortunate enough, A, to go to university and B, to go to university in England when like, my degree was paid for by the state. Yeah. I was really lucky. God. And you know, I, had a master, I went and did a master's degree, cost me 2,000 pounds, about two and a half thousand pounds, right? Imagine that now. Two and a half thousand pounds, right? And 
And um, yeah, look, I, I, I took a student loan out at the end of the three years just because it was cheapest money. And you know what I did with it? I, I went to South America for five months with it after I graduated. I didn't actually need it. But it was like, I don't know, it was like four, 1,400 pounds and I didn't mm. have to pay. I think I paid it off by the time I was 30, 31 or something yeah. like that. It was not mm. a big imposition on stuff. Yeah. But you know, certainly during my time in the corporate consulting space, you'd see these fresh young things come out of university, particularly mm. here in Australia, and they're like 70, 80, 90 grand in debt. Mm. Mm. They're fucked before they start, That's even right. before you get into the house game. So the, you know, the, economic slavery or entrapment started at the beginning it started at the age of 18 and where does it stop where, where, where could this stop would it be by the time you get to 15 because your parents put you in school you have to pay for school that's right and so you know that's right and mm. I think um you know because I thought heavily about this particularly you know we've just borrowed a shit ton of mug money obviously to do the job keeper and the job finder and this, that and the other. And I think it took me a while to work out that we've borrowed it from the same people who will to pay back the loans that we've already got. That's right. So the financial institutions that we've borrowed the billions of dollars from mm. is to flush through the system so that the people can still be paid. Yeah, so right. we've like doubled the debt. Yeah, double the debt. Just to flush and through the system. And get more people in debt as well. Yeah. You know, and it's it's the lack of education about money and debt that concerns me. Um, is that kids aren't taught about money and debt, mm. uh, and rarely it's to di it, it. I don't know. Again, I believe it is to disempower us as human beings. Yeah. It's to take our power away. Um, when you're in that much debt, you're a slave to the system. Yeah. You're a slave to the system, so you have to go on working. And now, now at our age, 45, and I've played that game yep. a number of times, buying houses. A couple of the first houses made a lot of money on them, and that's what, like, I buy these houses and I'm yeah. going to get money because it, right there, no, no. You, if, you, if it's going up, that means the next house you bought has already gone up itself, so it's fake. It's yes. all fake. The profits that you're making hmm. is, is just a gain across. And then uh, right now, what we've got is the government's then saying, we'll give you... 20, up to $70,000 to buy a new house now. And you're gonna have the same people that in 2007, who were offered that same, right? You, you, it's a good time to get in now. We've got to get the stimulate yeah, the economy yeah. again. And it's that same age group, just at a different, in a different decade, yep. that are jumping on board to something that's about to crumble. Yep. And these poor people are gonna be buying a house thinking that they're getting $70,000 off, but it's fake. If they allowed it, if they stop kicking the can down the road and allow it to drop to four times income. Yes. Allow it to drop to the real place that it needs to be and allow all these businesses to, and the cream to rise. You'll have the, the, the cream always rise. All these decent businesses will stay. All yep. the ones that are profiteering off this fake system will go. Yep. And then we can start again. Yeah. But we can't, we, we have to deal with this debt. I believe we have to deal with it. I think no. um, it's, it's, almost, it's almost like, you know, you can look at this in lots of different ways. To start off with, you know, we've, we've just had the, what I call the corona influence decisions. Because when politicians say, oh, you know, because of corona, it's like, 
No. no. It's the decisions you made as a result of mm. Corona, which is now. So let's just not abdicate responsibility. Yeah. And that's an important part I'm yes. going to come to. But to start with, you're like, you know, right from the start, I was like, well, if people can't go to work, this just mm. we're just going to get fucking trashed. Yes. The economy is going to get trashed. Uh, debt levels are going to get trashed. You know, and, and everyone's like, oh, you know, the government's being really benevolent, handing money out and this, that, and the other. It's like, well, they're going to fucking want it back. Right? <laughs> Nobody gives shit out for free, generally. Um, certainly not institutions like that. So we're going to be giving it back, you know, in taxes and stuff like this. So to start with, I was like, this is just irresponsible. But then I got to another place, which is beyond, like, they are irresponsible, so I'm not giving them a free pass. But in this sort of, what I can only put as a, a cosmic lens on it, we've got to go through the irresponsibility to see the pure futility of it. It's got to get messy. That's true. Because nobody, you know, one thing I've worked about human nature is we don't, we don't tend to move out of comfort very mm. well. Mm but we'll, we'll fucking move when our asses are on fire. Yeah. And so the, even just the economic part, mm. um, I mean, you know, we could say the same thing for health, yeah. mental well-being, yeah. emotional yeah. well-being yeah. and stuff yeah. like That's that. Right. Yeah. But this whole thing about, um, sorry, it's a bit distracting. <laughs> um, yeah, just the, the yeah, I almost thank the politicians for being as inept as they are, for making these inept decisions, either inept or premeditated. And if it's premeditated for some sort of conspiratorial bad for further enslavement to the human yeah. race, then that's yeah. fair enough. But I fundamentally no exactly. believe I in the human spirit. I do too, but I see this as a relationship that we've got with capitalism or yeah. whatever this system may be. I see it that it's a 50-year relationship with a capitalist system. Yeah. Right now, the reason I say that is when you're in a relationship that's not working, what you you want to get out of it? You yeah. want to break. You want to break from this, and yeah. then what happens in a relationship that you want to get out of? The the at the moment that you want to get out of it, something happens. It's classic. It's the straw that breaks the camel's, camel's back. back. Yes. Right now, we can b blame the coronavirus. We can blame the banking system. Yeah. We can blame the, you know right now lending all the money out. We can blame the, the first time in human history that we turned the whole planet off. Yes, everyone's it's not working, just turn it off. <laughs> yeah. just fit. And then you look at the mental health impact on that. We can blame the mental health. We can blame the yeah. health of people, people, the, the obesity epidemic is, we can blame it, blame it, blame it. But this has been going on for 50 years, since 1971. Yep. And when you look at the, the, the gold standard, getting the US coming off the gold standard, yep. they then knew that Richard they could Nixon. print whatever they want, Richard Nixon and, yeah. the, and the war on drugs. Yeah, and which is just a war on people, the war on on consciousness, the war on you know, and this has been for decades. Every four years, we've got a new government in, whether a different yep. part of the world that want to stay in for these short periods of time. It's pathetic. I know, and it's there's no pathetic. legacy decisions. And then you've got organisations like the World Health Organization or the UN. What? The, what? Why? What are they doing? What's going on? We've got no, we've got no elders, no serious elders mm. to fall back on and go. This guy's not lying. There's just, there's just so much lies, and we're, now we're doing fake news and real news and TV and internet and, and then you've got the social media where you've got everyone just putting their fear. Listen to my fear, playing fear tennis. 
<laughs> love that fear tennis. fear tennis is like look there's my fear and then someone comments underneath but my fear is this because of the perception and the, and the things that they've had in their lives do you know what I mean it's like everyone stop and look at the relationship since I've been alive look since you built yeah. both a whole same period and just go oh my god what a mess all the yeah. wars that these people in Afghanistan or Iraq they needed to be changed because yes. they weren't living like us. Was. Reserve you know, banks we, and democracy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, look at the mess, look at the mess you've created. And we're just in here trying to pay for our house that we can't afford. Yeah. It goes, it's, a, it's, it's just a, a big load of mess. And then I see the beauty. Yes. Bring it back, bring everything, stop going global. Stop telling Iraq what they should be doing or, or Iran or anywhere else at the moment. Leave them to do their thing. They, they know what they're doing. They're happy yeah. enough doing it. And let's come back to a, to a community level. Something yep. we can impact. Yep. Small, local, even within Perth, to come to smaller communities, smaller hubs that we can interact with and share information. Come back to people you trust, who you can see face to face. You know, you can feel. And yeah. this is the empowerment. It's like... The choice when you when you actually feel it, you have that choice in the morning. You know when when we, we do what we do. Yeah. Jumped into that ocean. Everyone when he came out was like, yeah, get in. You know you can feel alive again. You're in control of that, and you're around people that are also in control of that. You know, and because I seen we we were walking the dog yesterday. Me and Mel were walking the dog, and um, we were waiting at the at a. Um, a roundabout for a bus to go around the corner and as it went around the corner I looked at three individuals on the bus I was like oh my god they've just come from an office and they looked all three of them looked, they looked down and I was like not I'm, I'm not saying that job's the wrong thing but I was thinking they've just come from a job they've walked to a train station they've got on a train they've been on their phone they've come and yes. that's my perception of that moment yes and then they go on a bus and then they're coming home and then they're going home and then they have the dinner and then they go and I'm like, oh, watch the TV, go to sleep, go sleep and back to it. Do it again. And they haven't, they haven't, uh, again, it's my perception. Yeah. And it could be wrong. The guy could have just, he could have had a completely different thing, could, could have come from something he loved. Yeah. But what I felt at that moment was that, was that this is, this is wrong, man. We've got to low, we've got to calm it down. Mm. And if we do that at a, at a, community level rather than a global because the reason it's global is because everyone needs to make more money oh yeah we're gonna have this and now we're applauding fucking billionaires have got their own plane and they're getting splashed over instagram and facebook and it's like it. i've got to be like that yes I'm sick of it I'm, I'm looking on there and seeing bugattis and and all these mclarens and and these girls and and, and it's all so shallow it's all so fake i know because it's all in here and they're showing everything out here. And I know once you reach 40, you're like, oh no, it doesn't matter. Mm. It doesn't matter. Yeah, the world, the outside world, the inside world start going, yes. we want to be back. That's right, that's right, because we're all searching. We just want, we're all searching for that feeling of peace, feeling of love, mm. it's the feeling that we've got our backs, someone's got our backs and that someone cares for us. And it is interesting you say that because, you know, I, I had a, another conversation with Tash Kelly a couple of weeks ago and we were discussing how I, I had this epiphany drop in the middle of the 30 day challenge that she had that 
What's more powerful than visualizing is what I refer to as feelualizing, because we, we yeah. do things for a feeling. Yeah. Mm. And, and I was chatting to a guy called Gary last week who was talking about um, you know, a future economy based on an exchange of gratitude, an exchange of feeling. Yeah. So you, I come around and help you out with something. You are genuinely yeah. grateful. Mm. And you like, I can feel that. And I go home and that's enough. Yeah. We're a long way from that. But yeah. I think one of the, one of the things that um, I find at the moment is as well is you'd have, you've seen the film Hypernormalization. Yeah where for those who don't know hypernormalization is when you know the current system's fucked mm. but you don't know what the alternative is yeah. so you go along blindly yeah. with the system that's fucked you know and apparently you saw those great pictures of people in, in just before the the wall came down and what they were like in russia before russia collapsed mm. and they're all you know but the but a lot of the artists have got to the point of there is no point mm. and, and and stuff like that and i just find at the moment you know, if you if you say to somebody, well, you know, four to five year cycle democracy doesn't really work. Economy, you know, capitalism doesn't really work. Immediately, it's like, what are you a fucking communist? I know, I know. And so it's like, yeah, you're either one or the other. Yeah, it's we get reduced, hmm? like reduced absolute yes. <laughs> straight away. And it's like, no, I'm fucking neither actually. <laughs> if you don't what support I'm, Black Lives Matter, you're racist. Yeah. Like, what? What's what? that? Like, I'm not racist in the slightest. No, no. And oh, um, well, while we get stuck in identity stuff, we will yes. all, that is, that is a solution. You know, like, like we came up with on the board when we were here before, you know, like, to, and to quote Einstein, you can't fix a problem with the same mindset yeah. that created the problem. Yes, that's right. And while we stay at an identity level trying to fix an identity level problem, we will never fix an identity level yeah, problem. Right. We have to transcend above our identity. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so that's never going to get fixed. It is, but then we, we've got this at play right now. We've got that, um, that zone in Seattle, now the autonomous zone. Right. Um, where they, you haven't seen it? Well, they've taken six blocks of Seattle and it's been for a, a week, 10 days now or something that um, they've claimed it as their own city. It's called Chaz. Right. Um, and Who's now, they? I don't know. People. It's people, yeah. A group of people took, took over the, um, the mayor opened up one of the buildings and they, they claimed it. It was the government's office or something. Yeah. And now they've, they've, they've put all fences around it and they're, only, they're not letting people in and out. So then what, what I'm seeing from the outside again is that you've got the, the news stories that'll be negative. Yep. And then you've got the inside stories that are positive. So you've got to try and pull through feeling and intuition which parts are true and which parts aren't. Not, yeah. You know, which parts are going to work and which parts aren't. And then you've got militia inside that are policing it. They don't want police, defund the police. I think this is the most insane thing you've ever heard in your life. Yep. It just needs reform. We just need to retrain them. But we've got it now, we can see it. And then what I see, what I see when I look at that is, I don't wanna be part of that. Mm. As, as fucked up as this system is, it's very hard to create a system. Yes. We just need reform of this system. We just need to look, we have the balls to look at the system and fix the things that don't work. Yes. Fix the things that don't serve us. You know, we don't need to change the whole of our, like pull the police. You've got to re replace it with something else and you'll call it something else, but it'll be the same yeah. thing. We're a long way off 
not having police. You can't do it. You can't do it. What you've got to do is you've got to train the police like they're like they're troops. If, if you've got the, the Navy SEALs, they'll get mm. trained 18 months to go on a six month deployment. Yeah. And they will run through every possibility numerous times. Nice. And these police in the US, they're getting two hours training mm. on a specific fully instant. Fully tooled up. They've got all these weapons. And then they're overweight. You've got the massive guys and they can't handle them. They've got no, no grappling training and all this to stop. Yeah. And then you've got, we've got massive issues in society with, with individuals, education, with families staying together, with kids growing up without parents. Massive problems with that. Yeah. Let's, let's look at that. Yeah. So that we've got these people that aren't in the scenarios where they have to interact with police and police pull weapons out. Yeah. Let's look at the social aspects it, of, of humanity. It, it baffles me that nobody ever thinks about this. Right, it's it's like, proactive. We're always reacting. Yeah. We're always reacting to every situation. You know, instead of being a proactive approach and fixing it at the beginning. Yeah. You know, whether that be through mindfulness, we know meditation, prayer, you know, and I'm not saying religious, religious like churches and that. Again, they've failed us yeah. for centuries. They've yeah. lied to us. They've de- we are the, we are, I believe we are the most powerful creatures in the known universe. Yep. And what differentiates us from any other creature is this mind, is this brain, mm. is that we can create something, draw it, think of something, draw it, and then create it. There's no other animal can do that, mm. you know? But we've done that down with alcohol, with smoking, with fast food, with lack of belief, lack of understanding, lack of knowledge. Shitty stories. Shitty, constant. You, like, and I see the Black Lives Matter, you know, I, I back it, you know, I know they've been suppressed, but we come, I've come from a very poor part of, of England. Yeah which was also suppressed by Maggie Thatcher and a lot of other problems that we had there over the years. That was not much different. There was a lot of shootings and mm. police brutality and all the very similar things. It's still going on today. If not, it's, it's worse now than ever. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Is this, is, I know that we have to fix that. We need to look at it, but they need to look at themselves too. Yes. You can't just blame one part of the, it's the police. It's the, it's not, it's all of us. Blame's easy because blame means that you're bad, and so therefore I'm inherently yes. good. Yeah. And now we're into this, um, again, reduced yeah, du- right. dual duality of you're bad, I'm good. Yeah. When, you know, as we know, I am both good and bad. That's right, that's right. <laughs> I am uh, both equal measures. Every day, every day it happens, and I'm, you know, victimhood. Yeah. Just to say, you know, even the, the black people or the Asians or, the, or even the Poms being here, you know, the amount of times I was called a pommy and playing football and booted them, you know, I'd give it back plenty. Yeah. But it was, you know, that's racism in, in one form or another. Never took it to heart, never really took yeah. it on. But it was there. Do you know what I mean? But it's being the victim. If you hook onto that, I hate this and I hate the way I'm treated, you're looking back in your past constantly and not looking forward. It's like, okay, pulling all these statues down, put, trying to erase history. Yeah. It's happened. That's. And, and, and let's not forget, I was, I, was, I was having this discussion with my fiance Lucy the other day. What was, what was the job responsibility of the John Hurt character in 1984? Oh, go through the news articles and take that out, take his face out and do that. That was his responsibility. 
And now what are we doing? Pulling fucking t- statues down. Changing the history. You know, what's the difference between that and me going back to Oslotto and going, oh, I meant eight, not seven. Yeah. Give me the 15 million. I know, I know. It's still there. Whether you pull a statue or not, it still happened. Yeah. And it wasn't us. And I don't agree with it. And I don't think that we should speak about like black people in any derogatory way. And you look at Blazing Saddles or any of these movies, it, it was accepted then, it's not accepted now. Yeah. You know, it, and, and so it shouldn't be too. But that doesn't mean that we just erase it all and forget about it. Mm. It's let's learn from it. That wasn't acceptable. It wasn't like segregating the blacks and the whites on the bus, stopping the black from drinking from certain fountains. It's not bloody acceptable. They're no. exactly the same as us. Everybody is exactly the same. same. You know, if anything, what we've got to do is go back to these indigenous cultures and go, please teach us yeah. how to live on this land. We're sorry. We are sorry. We are so- I haven't done anything. I personally, I've never done anything to, to yep. do anything bad against any of you. I, I, but I'm sorry for the- Sorry we have, sorry I haven't listened to you earlier. Yes, <laughs> but if, if we can bring our kids up to respect the local traditions, the and local custodians that. of this land, and then listen to their, their magic, listen to their, their knowing, you know. I, I heard a story a couple of weeks back from one of the guys who comes to the swim, that the, in the children's prison here, in the children's detention center, wherever it's called, there's a section with young, as young as 10 year olds that have been brought down from Northern Territories, from the North part of, of WA mm. and they're in prison groups of 10 year olds because they were on they were they were out with their older cousins and they were robbing to get money to, to eat or whatever they were trying to fund yeah. it certainly wasn't a big mastermind organization no then they would be caught they've got no facilities up there they put them on a plane and st- bring them down here and he's been in and seen them they're in there they're in there, they're in it this is today 2020 yeah <laughs> what's going on it's insane and then what we've got to look at is they don't want to live that way no you know but it's the respect of the land it's the respect where where we are it's 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 not even their land they'll say it's not their land they we all just borrow it for the short time that we're here they walk on it we walk on it but while we're here let's learn off them let's learn off them people let's bring them to the front let's give them a solid say on what happens with the mining yeah, instead of blowing shit up. <laughs> Real blowing that thing up with you. The day was insane. It's just, again, erasing history to, for financial gain. Yeah. They even, one of the guys was saying that they've got these hills, they've got these mounds up north, like um, Uluru, they've got, and they're full of iron ore. Yeah. So what they do is because we're all driving past them, they hollow it out. Yeah. From above, you can see it's just a hollow. They've, right. They've so it's like hole. a facade of a facade? hill. They just they just tell everyone it's still there. It's not there. It's gone. <laughs> All for this. Also, we can build more things and because we need to consume. Because we've got again because we're driven by that capitalist system. That's right. Which is a shitty relationship. So what have we got to do? Well, you know what I mean. It's like we can talk about all I the think, issues. I think the very first thing, and I know it sounds really subtle and could be so easily overlooked but i think the first thing is is that we have to deeply you know i want to say out loud i acknowledge i live in a world where these things happen right and some of them are really untidy yes i live in a world where there's some really nice things but i live in a world where they're really untidy you know i watched 
I watched a bit in the news recently, and they they had a bit of coverage of um, of, of what was kicking off in in, in Minneapolis and New mm-hmm. York, and then they cut back to the anchor here in um, in Australia, and he's just sitting there going, it, "It's utter madness. I don't get it." Yeah. And it's like, "Well, mm. dude, like you live in a world where this happens, right?" Yeah. Yeah. So by saying oh, it's utter madness, then you, yeah. you give everybody who's watching that show a free yeah. pass to go, yeah, it's fucking madness, I don't get yeah. it. Mm. When really, you know, this whole, we're all in it together, right? We're not, but we really are. Mm, that's right. We, we really are on a level that most people don't even think about. Yeah. Mm. And I think just to acknowledge means that you're in agreement that I live in a place where this actually happens. Mm, it's it's right. like when you have that epiphany within yourself, like the end of a shitty story comes to an end because you've <sighs> fucking hurt yourself, broken up with a relationship, been fired from a job or whatever, and you suddenly yeah. go, fuck, this is real. Yeah. Right. This mm. is really, I'm really happening. Now. I'm in it. Mm. I acknowledge that this is happening. As soon as you acknowledge something, then we can start going, right, what can we fucking do? Because yeah, if... If we're still mm. trying to remedy a situation from a place of, well, that's bad and this is good. We, you know, it's like trying to navigate through the rest of your life pretending you've not got a fucking shadow. Yeah, that's right, that's right. So for me, one of the biggest things is just to acknowledge it to start. Mm. Then from there, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we do have to own it. We do have to own that there's lots of problems to fix the problem again if, if i'm seeing anything in 20 the, the years leading up to 2020 the the talk was all um the 99 v the one percent mm. you know it was all that it was all like this one percent owns significant amount of the world's wealth not that they need it for we don't know what they're saving for they must be saving yeah. for something they must be saving to buy another planet or something i don't yeah. know but and who they was, that off? it was all so it was it was us as the 99 percent knowing that these corporate media and these corporations and the yeah. high-end governments are making decisions to, to keep us in poorer so that we have to constantly battle through life, which creates all these problems that we have. Then 2020 comes in and all these things happen, economic, health, education, the whole lot's happened across the world. And what it's done is the 99% of us that were one team yeah. are now 99 teams of 1%. Yes. So now we're all fighting each other. It's like and we're, we're, the, the divide, the racial divide, black, saint, whites, there's all this, they're jumping on people and stamping on their heads. I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing? It's poor v poor. It's rich v poor. It's white v black. It's, it's you know, yeah. you know, we're sport teams against everyone. You're against everyone's against you. And what we're going to do is take a big collective deep breath and go, no, 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 no. No, no. We are one team. Yes. Doesn't matter where you're from. Yeah. We've all got to, we've all got to Whether stick you're together. The man on the street. Yeah. Or the policeman. Yes. Or the mayor in the office, because he's not going to be part of the 1%. Um, yeah, no. We're all in but this. Then it comes down to, it comes down to one thing, really. A couple of things, but we go for one tell the truth hmm. and then you come back to that that thing you said earlier is that we can have an exchange of gratitude maybe we can have an exchange of, of that that gratitude can be tell, someone's told me the truth hmm. and when you go on a spiritual journey and awakening you, you you get your awareness comes to a place where your intuition knows when someone's telling you the truth 
because this space suit that we're doing life in, that gives us all these feelings and all these emotions and all this amazing taste and sight and hear and sounds. And if you really tune into this suit, your intuition will always tell you, that your gut instinct will always tell you what the, the right thing to right, do. Like the right thing to do, the right person to listen to, the right person to trust, you know? And we've got to have courage then to tell the truth also, you know? And that brings us together. That brings us together. Hmm. And, and all these different movements that we've got in Perth, I believe, you know, this, this thing that, that I started, the Human Excellence Project, um, it was intuitive, that, was, that came from it. It was something that, whether mm. we look at channeling or whether we look at, my dad passed away and, and I was upset, yeah. you know? And, it, and I, I knew I didn't want to do what I was doing and I knew how to change and I knew how to try and empower others to, to feel better, to be alive, to enjoy this game. Yep. So I wrote them words down, the Human Excellence Project, and, and from that, this thing's happened. So, so it comes back to that, this brain thought of something, wrote it down, created something yeah. and moved forward. And from that, there's offshoots that have happened. Mm. All these different people that have come down and go, wow, that works. And I want to put my twist on it. And they, yeah. want to do, and they start doing their thing. And, and me learning how to play this game, I was like, I've got to, we've got to just all collectively come together and go, listen, you're all doing amazing things. Mm. Everyone's doing amazing things. You've been into David Rose today. Look yeah. what he's created. Amazing. It's not, I'm not against him, he's not against me. Me and him are brothers together. He's doing amazing work for men, Yeah. you know? And there's Tash and there's Jana and these other amazing ladies and, and you know, Susie and all these people doing women's circles and different levels of spiritual growth. Let's all stick together. Yeah, let's all st stick together and share and, and, and build this community where we can help one another. That's what I believe we need to do. <laughs> it's really come together. It, it is as simple as <laughs> that. It's always the simple things. It as is. soon as we complicate it, people get complicated by how, it. How much do you think that um, the 1% controlling the 99% externally also represent what goes on internally as well. Because you were saying earlier on about how, you know, we are these amazing beings that have the ability to create and this, that, and the other. Yet, it can sometimes just be that smallest 1% of thoughts and limiting beliefs that just goes, nah, you're not going anywhere. Exactly, but that's the awareness again. That's the awareness. It's like I sat in that for Monday and Tuesday I sat in that and allowed that, I allowed a specific thought process to run through my mind and it disempowers you. Your shoulders come forward, you're walking around and you become a victim to your own circumstances. You're, you're choosing that. And, and it's only by taking that deep breath and then standing up straight and walking and going, no, I don't want to feel like that. Yeah. I want to feel like this. And it's a choice. Mm. And then when you change that whole, you change that whole mannerisms and, and how you stand and how you talk and even even if a lot of it's fake yeah even if it is a front it's like i know i'm happy you can change that physiology yeah. and then people see and go how are you and i'm fucking all right i've got this shit going on but it's, i'm all right yeah 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 and you can change it you stand up and walk straight people want to be around that they want to be around comfort they want to be around strength especially as men 
Hmm. You want to be a man. You want to be a man. You want to stand up straight. And shit happens to all of us all the time. You know, you have the strength. Own it. Talk about it, but still. The kingdom, your mind, your Mm. subconscious mind, is don't allow your brain to go back to that. And your awareness, that's where depression, anxiety, and suicidal thoughts live, is that repetitive thought pattern bringing you back down. Yeah, oh, is there anything else to life than this? What is the use? Why am I doing this? It's repetitive, it's going round and round in circles. And it's just boring. You do that for too long. You've had enough. Yeah. So, so you choose through the choice. No, I'm not thinking that. I do. The, I said this the other day to somebody. Like, I was listening to. I think it was Dan Dapani or one of one of them spiritual teachers. And how do you wake up? How do you actually wake up? And it, it might have been Jay Shetty actually, and he, and he mm. was saying that the the uh, monks when they teach the kids. They actually teach them to wake mm. up. There's actually a way to wake up. From sleep in the morning. From sleeping. As as you come out of sleep, you come from an unconscious state and you're coming into a conscious state and you start off in theta. Yeah. Your brain, so you've got a half an hour period where your brain is in hypnosis, where you've got the best ideas, the best, mm. and you've got this moment, but it depends on what mindset you're in, because if you're in, in a shit mindset, you'll go into thinking bad mm. if you're in a good mindset as soon as you become if you pick one of these things up and start yes. fucking scrolling but that's it. not your thoughts anymore you're then yeah. going to get influenced by something else yeah and it, and it's it was um the sufi what's he called the poet um i can't remember his name and he said don't go back to sleep the morning breeze has secrets to tell you you know and it, this has gone through time and it's saying mm. that there's there's a special time of the day where, the, where the consciousness as a whole, there's all these secrets and beautiful things flying around and I mean, if you can just wake up, but don't wake up and then listen, have a pen and write mm. ideas. Yes. You're in that half an hour period where you're gonna come up with the most and amazing ideas. And there's also that, that mix of your melatonin levels are just starting to go down, yes. which is your sleep hormone. Yeah. And your serotonin is just about to start. So you've got a little bit of awakeness, yes. but not too much, because you're still yeah. in the before thing. Before you hit that alpha and beta, yeah. before you hit that. And you have to, yeah, is you can be careful of uh, loud noises, um, LED lights, yeah. shit like that. Mm. Um, tell you one of the best investments I ever bought was, I bought a Philips alarm, and, it, and it's actually for deaf people. So you stick it under your pillow and it just vibrates. Oh, yeah. So there's no noise. Yeah, just feel it. Feel it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, when I run through this process, so I've got this sleep cycle alarm and it's really, it's a real, starts off really quiet. It mm. re- wakes you up really slow and it monitors your sleep like your ring does, like the other ring. Yeah. And then this, the, I, I've trained myself over the last couple of years is that as I become conscious, is to go straight into being grateful. Yeah. Because two thirds of the world wake up on dirt. They wake up without a bed. They're, yeah. they're waking up uncomfortable. I'm sitting here in this, I've got this foam mattress, mate. That's unreal. <laughs> Next level. <laughs> Next level. And, you know, and then we've got my pillows so comfy and I've got a, a blanket, a heated blanket over me and I'm just like instantly coming to that gratitude. It's like, oh, wow, this is so comfy. Thank you, thank you, thank you for yes. for me getting the chance to run this game, this life yeah. that I've got in this comfort. 
lie there in what I refer to as perfect cozy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> perfect cozy. And I'm sitting there, I'm laying there next to the, the woman I love with Mel and I look over and even just touch, just put my foot on her. And yeah. Just the simplest thing is just be grateful and just to run through all the grateful for the kids' health, for the things that are happening, for the food and the, just thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, and just run through that. Yeah. And then just sit back and eat, you know, and then just enjoy the, the thought patterns that come through or the, what's happening in the day, what's about yep. to happen, and then try and visualize mm. what's, how do I want it to play out? Mm. Because if we can think things, write them down and create anything, what's stopping us doing that thought pattern anyway? Let's think a great bloody day. Yeah. And only do a day. But even if you think of the future, it's happening in the now. Yeah. So you can create the future by, by focusing in the moment, you know, because we only have them now, don't we? We know that. Indeed. You know, and th this, is, this is what I mean when we come back to us as powerful hmm. human beings, as powerful beings. It, it's interesting the whole, um, you only have the now, because I had this fantastic, this is probably a really subtle experience, but it, so last year I learned, I was introduced in how to tremor, right? And so what I found myself doing was, I would um, set, set the countdown and I'd go, right, I'll tremor for 10 minutes and then I'll sit, sit in a chair, just still meditate or just, just be still for 10 minutes, right? And what I started to routinely find, and sometimes I would do the meditation first and then the tremor or the tremor, but what I started finding was, you know when you set your alarm and you go, right, I'm gonna sit here for 10 minutes and then you're like, sit there and you're like, oh, we go off somewhere. And da -da -da. Then you, you always come back like just a couple of seconds before the alarm goes mm, off yeah, and you're like, yeah. oh yeah, there you go, mm. click. When you do tremoring, which is the body work and letting it out, never, ever do you stop. Does it come to an end just in time for the alarm? It's still fucking going. And you're like, oh, yeah. oh, the alarm's gone. And then the penny dropped for me. Time only exists in the mind. It does mm. not exist in the body, which mm. is why things get trapped in it. Right, okay. But it's just, yeah, it was just fascinating, that yeah, little yeah, experience, yeah. to actually experience, mm. whoa, Time actually only exists up here. Yeah. It doesn't exist in here. This right. really isn't interested in time. It just does things. And, and that's why a lot of, you know, if anybody's watched like the emotion film or stuff like that, you can have intense emotions trapped into yeah. muscles and fascia and stuff yeah, like that yeah. in your body, yeah. which may have been from when you were two years old. Yeah. But it's still carries the tension in the muscle despite yeah. the fact you've grown yeah. because your mind's moved on to a new place in time and this is still yeah. left there yeah, but you yeah. carry it with you trauma another thing i want to talk to you about because I, th I thought this would be fun to bring up on the podcast because it's something we've been talking about recently fake gurus <laughs> yeah on the internet so i you and i have had a number of chats on the phone about this because you like myself been caught up in that world of what goes on on the internet and 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 just to set the scene for this podcast i i think the intro to my crumbling in the fake guru world was as everybody knows it's called wa real and it's sort of birthed from london real and i started to watch what brian rose is doing with london real and i was like oh, what the fuck is he up to mm. to the point where i was wondering whether i should change the name of this and then yeah. decided not to and then I looked, I've actually had an insight in 
started his business a couple of years ago when I sort of coached on one of his courses. And then I started to see this and a few other things. And I started to become, things started to crumble. Mm. And I started to go, well, here's these people that I've never actually met, never actually done this with them, never been able to touch them or look them in the eye. And now I've placed, you know, I've built layers of identity based on watching this video and now they're doing strange and and it just seemed to go mm. in fact if i'm honest this probably started towards the end of last year when i went to see do you know the the comedian jonathan pye yes so i went to see him mm. here in western australia yeah. and when i came home i said to lucy she goes did you enjoy it? I said, yeah, it's really cool because I actually got to see the man live mm. who I find really funny on my phone. Yeah. Usually I got it mm. on the stereo while I'm driving somewhere. Yeah. And so there's these people out there that are portraying these things and now with the advent of, well, you know, basic Instagram and pictures where you get such a little slither of yeah. this yeah. second in time. Yeah. But then with the the sponsorship and the video, uh, not sponsorship, the advertising and the videos and the YouTube videos and the YouTube sponsor videos and the things that are on Facebook and do, 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 do. And I think one of the things was really interesting and you really helped me with this is, is recognizing that as so often the case, I myself was running a story, story that was born out that 2018 somewhere where I was like, I'm fed up, I've not got enough money to do this, this and this. And I was caught in an embarrassed spot where I was short of some money and I needed to do something. I was embarrassed, I went, right, fucking, this is not happening. So then I went out to the world and mm. then it was almost like I had this fertile bed and these messages started to come in and grab mm. and take me mm. and it's, it's not that, you're not a smart person it's just where are you in life yeah again set within our relationship with capitalism yeah and we're all mm. rats running after yeah, the, money. Like, Gotta get the money gotta get the money got the money and all of a sudden someone's going you're not enough until you've yeah. got the money yeah you're not enough to get the money mm. and then all of a sudden you've got you've got these dudes that are coming out and they're saying hey mm. i managed to make half a million dollars in in passive income yeah. <laughs> in fucking three months yeah, yeah, yeah and now yeah, yeah. you know every time i wake up in the morning i've just made fucking two grand dude as i'm with my fucking apple laptop next to the fucking pool in bali and really. you're like what the absolute fuck? And then, you know, I think the, the tipping point is when you sent me that Mike Winnett video, mm. where it's like, just looked at the formula of the fake guru. And yeah, it's just And it's not, again, scary. it's like, even when I watch Mike Winnett um, and his entrepreneur formula, mm. um, and that really hit me hard when I watched that, because I was, I was on a course with a guy called Xander Fryer, and I, again, I met Xander Fryer online. He seemed like the right guru for me. Yeah. Um, and the, the cost element of it, um, it was about $9,500, something like that. And I went through, as you, as you ring these. Did you, you have the $9,500 at the time? No, I didn't. No. I didn't have the $9,500. But you wanted so I to put have. It on a pay, I put it on a payment plan. So you wanted to have $95,000 or $950,000. Yeah, it was the, the six-figure coach. Yeah. It was the six-figure coach. So I was looking for an individual that I could feel 
because I'd already done a course with an organisation called um, um, Thought Leaders, mm. uh, based over in Sydney, and they were incredible. That was like, it was cheap, that one it was a couple of grand. Yeah. One and a half, two grand. And, and But again, you went through an application process, but it was legit. It was about you. It wasn't yeah. a sales, there was no sales process. Yeah. It was like, this is what we do, and this is, you know, and if you want to, there was no, I, I didn't get sold it. Yeah. It was like something that they just said, if you want to go on it, then this is where we begin at, the, at this at this level. But with with Xander, it was a hard sell, and I was already sold because I needed. I was desperate yeah. at the time, and I needed to become the thing, the coach. I wanted to become the coach with my life experiences that I've got in, in finance, in business, in in life itself, hmm. in starting this. And I thought I've got something to sell. Yeah. So I need some help. I, I need, need some help. I a need a process. I, I need want to do process. this. I didn't have a process. Didn't know how to do it. Mm. And and then I, I got on a phone call with him. And he was a beautiful guy. This Cathal, his name was. And um, he he went through their process. He he went through their sales process that I was going to be taught. And it was the pain points again. It was like you, you're taking me into yeah. what, what happens if you don't do this. How does that look? How does your family and it's a pain, pain, pain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stoke up the emotions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get Take you them through an anxiety yes. place. And then, and then, bang, you, you make the sale. And I put it over a, a period of time. I didn't put it in lump, lump sum because I didn't have the money. Yeah. And, um, and then I started the process and I met, I met Sandra online. Beautiful, beautiful guy. I, I honestly believe, again, he, he means well. He, the, I think they all do. I honestly believe, deep down. Yep. They all, every one of them means bloody well and they want you to do well. I believe that. But this formula, this formula is real and they don't know it's 997 and four, nine, one, four, you know, one with nine, a seven nine, at the end. Seven of the four or whatever it is. And, you, and it's all that is, you know, it comes back to how the brain works and how as, as human beings. Yeah, click, click, things. click. You know, and then I paid for it. And I paid it and paid the first lump sum of three thousand dollars, whatever it was, and then I started the course, went through the, the videos, and then the weekly meetup where you've got twenty people on a course that have all everyone have paid the same just under ten grand. Everyone. Yep. It's two hundred thousand dollars on this eight weeks. That two come on, who needs two hundred grand for it for a, a video course? Yep. And I was like, oh god, and I was in it and it, I was and I was creating my course as I'm doing it, and I'm trying to look for this niche and this thing that you've got a niche, you've got to be this, you've got to wake up and you've got to go through these processes and you've got to do it, and I'm doing it because I'm me. Yeah. I'm the type of guy who's, who sticks hard and does Yeah, 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 likes to learn, wants to do the thing. And I got to this stage, because I, I, I banged through the eight-week course in like two weeks. <laughs> I want to do it. Do you know what I mean? I got to the stage of the sales part of it, and, um, and I listened to the videos, and it was like, this is how you do it. And I'll never forget that. I've listened to this video of this of this sales call, and they were getting this young this young girl hooked, and they went through her pain points. And I could I was visualising her in my mind, and I could see this girl, and she couldn't afford it. Hmm. And they were telling her she's going to be the six figure coach, and and um, and it got me. And and, and they, she never had the money. And I think on the video they got a credit a credit card. She had kids and everything, single parent, and. It, yeah, they made it pay for it there and then it was like I can't do this <laughs> I can't do this because I'm just not me <laughs> that girl shouldn't be going on this course it's not <laughs> the right course for her she's not the right person she should be going and get a waiting job or a normal job you know it's like and, and that's okay 
Yeah. And that's bloody okay. You don't have to be a coach. You don't have to, have to sell a coach course for five grand a, a pop. You, you shouldn't have to. It's mm. not the answer. And I got Mel into it. I went, listen to this. And we both listened to it. And I was like, no, I can't do this. This is wrong. Yeah. This is we're selling things to people that shouldn't be doing it. And he's got a multitude of all these coaches all over the world. And if they fail, it's their fault they haven't done the work. Yeah. If you can't do it, like it's on you. And I'm like, no, this is so wrong. So I cancelled the course, and um, and for two days, as soon as I cancelled the the um, PayPal, I got a text message of Xander, and you don't hear from him. You know what I mean? He's like the guru. Yeah. You don't get to speak to him. You got to speak to his team. Is everything okay, Paul? What's going on? And I, yeah. and I, and I was sitting in this time, thinking I can't do this, and, I, and I'm, it was like me, and I was like shit. Yeah. And then a day went by, and he got another one, and you know, come on, speak to me. What's going on? And then, and on the third day, because uh, I'd wrote all these messages back and deleted them and deleted them and deleted them. And I was like, it was taking all my time up and my, all of my emotions. Your emotions and energy. My emotions and, and like energy that, and everything. Yeah. And then the third day come and, and, and I was like, no, what am I doing? Right, I'm trying to write text or an email back to this guy. And I just, I just wrote in a text. Call me now. Zoom call me now. I need to speak to you, Xander. I want to speak to you face to face. And he went, too busy. I went, okay, well, whenever you're free, Zoom call me. And the message is there. Zoom call me, I need to speak to you. I want to tell you face-to-face -face what I believe. Mm. You know, because the, the videos that you're doing in first class on a, on a plane, showing everyone that this is what they can have, or outside that million-dollar house, walking yeah. down the beach, this is what you can... It's not the freaking answer. No. It's not the answer. The answer is inside, it's you. And it's playing on that game of capitalism that external yeah. stuff. But I wanted to tell him honestly, and, I, and, I, and hopefully one day, I, he's, a, he's a beautiful guy who means well, you know, but I've been on, I've been sitting there and um, there was 20 people on a call one time and there was this guy in, in Mexico and he was in a cafe and you could just see the thing that he was trying to sell. He shouldn't be doing it. He shouldn't be doing it. And I actually sent the guy an email, right? He was on the course, so I sent him an email and went, buddy, you should be doing something else. Hmm. I, you, where I'm sitting here for an hour and a half on a phone call, listening to a guy who shouldn't be on the course. Yeah. You know, they funnel. Yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck's sake. And it really hurt that. Yeah. It really hurt me and it really put me into a place. Then I watched bloody entrepreneur formula and I was like, right, okay, what do I want to do? How am I going to do this? Yeah. And do you know what it comes down to is that word there, value. Yeah. You need to feel that what you give the money for, you're getting value for it. Because I did another course with Aubrey Marcus, did his mastermind, 12 month yeah. mastermind, and I, I pulled out of that after a month, because I realized again. And I, I look back at the patterns of these courses I've been on, and the reason I pulled out is, is that there's not, I, I, no value, there's no, there's no there's, what am I gonna get? What am I? The product is. It's, it doesn't exist. It's a handful of videos. Yeah, it doesn't exist. And I know Tony Robbins, a friend of mine, went and done a Tony Robbins, um, become a Tony Robbins coach. And it was 40 hours of videos of Tony in the, in the 80s or whatever it was, in the 80s and 90s. Mm. Like, come on, Tony, don't Dude. do it. You can, you're a billionaire. You just don't Why need do you to. need more? <laughs> you don't need to do it. <laughs> yeah. You know, and then I've seen, and I even seen, like, success resources, you know, putting these these shows on where you're getting these fake gurus coming on and it's, and it's cringeworthy 
And at the end of it, you've got to buy the course, and they're like, you're not enough if you don't. And then they put fake people in there to do it at these big events. Mm. And all of it was just like, right, no. no. I believe, I believe to get value out of me, because I'm doing courses now, but I'm doing them face to face. It's yep. hands on, yep. eye to eye. And it, it, doing the it's work. energy. It's, you said it at the beginning. We're exchanging energy. Yes. The, the, the exchange, there is a monetary exchange that is low yep. in comparison, but then it's exchange of energy. Yeah. And that's what the, every relationship that we have in our lives is an exchange. Yeah. It has to be, has to be monetary, has to be knowledge, has to be energy. Has to, you, we we yeah. have to have the balance in relationships. You give me as much as I give you. Yeah. You know, as soon as this balance, if, if someone's got knowledge that you require, like, yeah. I did Carl's business in a, in a box, and I, I put that down to, I put that one down to me getting plugged into the matrix and Carl giving me his information yeah. over two days. <laughs> like bloody hell, I would never have been able to know the things I got. I, I got value from that. Yep. I got value from that. I walked away and went, yes, there well was value there. Yeah. I got that. I've come away with the skills, mm. I've come away with the product, I've come away with something. And you're in the room with Carl. And you're in the room right. with, and him, uh, yeah. just being at the beach with him today. Yeah, I know. <laughs> with the, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, it's the, that's, that's it. Yeah. And, that, and this is what I'm coming back to again. We've, we're going full circle on all those things. Global against community, local. local. Yeah. Bring them, bringing everyone into a room and being able to feel the truth rather than looking on a video and someone tells you close your eyes and deep breathe and it doesn't work. Doesn't. It, it, you can pretend it does mm. and it will work to the wrong person. But the real value is this. Yes. The real value is sitting there, being able to touch somebody, being able to feel their honesty. You are within the eight foot heart Taurus here, and I'm in your eight foot half Taurus here, and we are. We call bullshit. Yeah. You can call bullshit, you can feel it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Even, I know, even with this is great, but even when I'm on the phone to you and you're in the same city and yep. we're talking within the same time zone and everything, that's the same. You're still getting that. Yeah. As soon as you go further afield, you lose that because yeah. it's dumbed off with the distance between us. It's dumbed off this, this, mm. you, with our intuitions, our, you know, when you think of somebody, they'll phone you, it's delayed. There's a slight yeah. delay in it. Whereas here it's, it's instantaneous. It's on. You know, and being able to, I, another thing I'm laying off Darpan is like, all them courses and everything I've been on with Xander and, and with um, Aubrey Marcus, with thought leaders, I learned so much off of each of them. And I'm grateful for them. Oh, I'm grateful for the lessons that I've learned. Yeah. And, and I'm not a victim to the system that put me through that. I am not. I learned from that. I, I became... Hmm. I have a very similar experience <laughs> with one of my earlier guests from WA Real, so I won't mention it, where I went on to his like, course. And within, <laughs> within 10 days, I was like, yeah, no. Well, I'm, paying, I'm paying a lot of money for being in a Facebook group. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> And uh, yeah, but I learned so much from yeah. that small period enough to go, oh, yeah. this is how this, this, yes. and this works. Yeah. And then, but I also know that that doesn't, and like, whew. 
I think um, the other bit, and I don't know whether it's because that's where I'm, just where my journey's leading at the moment, is that um, there's, you know, a lot of what we've just talked about in terms of fake gurus will be all, you know, the context is set within the, the capitalist system. Yeah. And, and, and what we were talking about earlier on, whereby, you know, there's the debt and we need to be doing, we're all like, I have this picture of like rats all jumping over one another trying to get to the next dollar and the next dollar and da 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 da. Um, to me, there's, there's almost been this awakening for me of, of truly, like I knew what the capitalist system was about, but now I feel like I know what the cap and where we're going and the fact that there is going to be more chaos because it's just inevitable. Mm. And, and if anybody, oh no, it's not. It's like, well, if we do avoid it, it's only because we've just kicked it down the can for another five years. But, you know, way worse then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And, it, and it's always pretty fucking mm. atomic already. Yep. Um, so it's almost be beyond that and into the stuff that we were talking about earlier on, like yep. the true value, the true, yeah, meaning and essence of life is your connection with yourself and to something bigger than that. And so now I find my conversations are drawn to a much deeper level. And I talk to all sorts of people who have faith in things that are bigger than themselves, things that you can't see, can't touch, can't quite hear, maybe not smell, maybe not taste, but it's, yeah. it, it, it is there. Yeah. And, and that is beyond this, mm. it is, yeah. beyond capitalism. It is, it's, it's again though, it's, you come back into the human experience, mm. is we're trying to buy a human experience or, or we're trying to live a human experience. Because mm. we have everything that we ever need, we, we have it all, you know? yeah. you're already enough, everyone's constantly saying it. But when you're trying to, you are not enough and I need that, and once I've got this certificate, or I've got, then I can do, then I can be the person I want to be. Hmm. And we're in, I believe we're in the when coaching we, bubble. If, when, yeah. on ourselves. We're in this global coaching bubble. And um, all of these um, people who are starting these mass courses, it's, it's mass, it's the mass ones that I don't get. Yeah. It's like, how many coaches does, do we need? It's like, do you have got to have a coach for every single element of, what, what, what? what's that? And then what I, say, I come back to, I come back to, right, and I wish that someone would have come to me years ago, because I would have saved hundreds of thousands of dollars mm. of wasted money and spent money. Yeah. And said, your job's enough. Mm. Doing the, just, just change your mindset towards the job. Change the job environment that you're in. Yeah. And that's okay, because whether you're doing coaching, you're still gonna put effort into something. Yeah. And it's so difficult as a, a to, to be this coach, this life coach. Life coach is the craziest one. I don't, I don't even know what that is. No, yeah. You know, it's like, what are you going to do? Are you going to fix my my whole life? I mean, of course, <laughs> of course, it's stereotypical. But you know, if I'm going to get a life coach, I want him to be sort of levitating with a big white beard. No, but I, that, that's a that's a proper guru. That's when you want to be sitting with with the likes of um, sad guru. Yeah, you know that type of. Yeah. Whoa, high up, someone think, who's got lived experience. Someone's I think what we're really talking about, and it's funny because I've always 
tinkered with the idea of coaching, but the word coaching never sat right. It's almost mm, like mentoring. Well, me, it's co-explorer. Yeah, I like it. Let's come and explore together. Mm. Let's go and experience together. Is that not what we do? That's what we're doing right now. Mm. Yeah, it's what you and I do a lot. I think that's what we I do with all, with all the people who push themselves to the point to to become like gems within the thing that I do. Mm. It's, it's, it is, you make the phone call and you go, wow, what's going on in your life? And oh, this isn't And it's incredible to actually be around people who are, mm. who are exploring their life, their yeah. experience. I think, um, it, I'll tell you what's just dawned on me is, um, we, you know, we, we, we had a discussion earlier on about you know, how the victim space, space has almost become pathological. And I've, I found myself saying to my old man recently, I said, oh, it's like the fucking acceptance of victimhood is like the cancer in our society at times. Mm. But then we've also got this abundance of people who want to be life coaches, yeah. which are helpers. Now, yeah. I'm writing this on the pad here. That's, that's two parts of a three triangle, which is otherwise known as the drama triangle, the helper, the victim, and then the third one is the persecutor. And it strikes me that we're getting played into a lot of drama triangles where and, and you know about the drama triangle where you, you you come in you get pulled in someone helps you and then you don't receive that you don't take their help so then they switch you into the, they switch into the victim and you the person well, yeah. what would you want my fucking help and you you leave it going what the fuck's happened there mm. but it just strikes me there's you know there's a big acceptance of the victim space there's a big there's a big um oh well i want to be a helper and I, and I know people do, but sometimes I think, oh, I don't know, Paul, it would be interesting in your point of view. They want to help others at the expense of helping themselves. I know, exactly. I think they all mean well, and this is the beauty of it all, though. I think this mm. is the, the global awakening, is, and maybe 2012 when we thought the planet was ending. That was the start of the global awakening. Right, and they got everybody's vibration changed, and they do want to be. They generally did need to help, yeah. But at the same time, they need to pay the bills, and they've left the job to pay for the course to go and do the thing to get the certificates, NLP, hypnosis, all these things. Like when I've got that, I'm enough. Yes. But they they they're so limited in their knowledge of it that mm. when the when they sit across the table to the person, the person knows. Yeah. Oh my God, this guy, this person doesn't really know what they're doing because yeah. if you want to do something to a high level you're going to go and sit a master's degree mm. you're going to do two three four years of delving into a specific subject so that at the end of it you've got the knowledge the vocabulary yeah. to be able to just let go mm. and, uh, and that that's the difference between these courses that people are going on and a true real course mm. a true real master's in psychology a friend of mine that I traveled once with, um, Chris Power, was a stage hypnotist. Now, he, he trained for years yeah. to become a hypnotist. You know, years, four years, five years, if not more, yeah. to, to get to the level where to he was do at. The thing. And you knew, when you sat down with Chris, it was like, whoa, this what guy knows what he's really doing. <laughs> I didn't believe any of it. Yeah. I, didn't, I was like, no, I am not, you're not going to get me. Next thing, I'm a, I'm a, he's put me against the... the two chairs back to back, people sitting on the chairs and he's got me laid across them from the back of my head to my heel. And yeah. he's putting b bags on top of me. And oh, so you're like a plank. So you're just like a solid plank. <laughs> and then he, he videoed it to show that, that you actually did it. And I was like, wow, there's levels to, to yes. all this. 
and this is what we've got to get the authenticity is mm. when you believe when you believe that you can do something as one level mm. when other people believe you because of your life experience it heightens your belief yeah. in you too yes you know and then other people will trust your authenticity your your authentic way of being able to speak about whatever it is because you've lived you've walked the walk mm. you've made the mistakes you've got to do that because when you finish your coaching course whether it be your life coaching course whatever it is you've got no experience you've not yeah. cocked up yet so yeah. you're going to have to do two to five years of running a job carrying a job because you've got to pay your bills and yep. doing free coaching yep free and not being like weird yep you've got to you've got to just learn your trade plus you've got to go and navigate life because yes. you've got to pick up that experience too of course and you've got to have life experience. You can't do it at 22. Mm. You'll be a life coach at 22 or whatever that is. Yeah. You've got to have some grey air. You've got to have some mistakes. <laughs> some of these. <laughs> some of these. It's life experience. You've got to have some cock-ups. Yeah. You've got to have some failures. You've got to have some deaths. Mm. You've got to have... That's where it, yeah. that's where it all you've is. Got, you've had to sit in the I don't know, end of a story, drop yeah. in the abyss. Yes. Who the fuck am I? <laughs> Go through the existential crisis that we talked about. And how many existential crises have gone on now? Yeah. I spoke to a real good friend of mine who I travelled with years ago on the weekend, and he put a post on Facebook that I woke up on Sunday morning early, and um, I was like, right, I'm going to leave now. I need to ring him because he was really vulnerable. Yeah. His post was, I've had enough, can't do it, can't cope anymore. He was back in Liverpool. Yeah. And I was like, right, rang him straight away. And he was in his major crisis. Yep. Major, his business has gone on there. He's lost his, his, his mistress has left. Everything. What? What's the use? The pools yep. imploding with violence and stabbings and all kinds. And he just needed to listen. You need to vent. Get it. Get it off. You need to tell somebody. Yep. You need to just get it out. Do you know what I mean? And, mm. and I'm from the other side of the world. Going. Speak to me. Yeah. Tell just me what's going on. Tell me. And then. And then alcohol. I've got to get off the drink, Paul. It's like, mate, you've you've spoke to me for half an hour telling me that the system's broke, and you're doing the drug that the system allows you to do, which is going which to fuck you up the fucks most. Fucks you up, and it makes you depressed, and it brings you down, and it loses your weight. You've got all the weight putting, putting all the weight on. You're doing the drug that the thing's telling you to do. It's like, stop it now. Mm. You know, that's it's just like we have to learn, from, look around at the things that have worked and the things that haven't and follow the people that are getting it right. Follow them. Stop following the people that have got it wrong. Stop following the people that have got it wrong. I know. And then it's like the fake guru. Swap the fake guru for a real one. Like Richard Grannon. If you've not listened to Richard Grannon, listen to him. <laughs> listen to Richard Grannon. Richard, listen to Richard Grannon and, and for a number of reasons, like... Richard, Richard, he does his courses in, through um, Spartan Life Coach. Yep. And they're like $20. Yeah. I bought an audio book off him for like 20 bucks. <laughs> yeah. like $20. He's not in it. He's in it to better you. And he, yeah. he specialises in specific areas. He's pretty areas. open and vulnerable as well. And he'll go out and he'll put himself in. He went and did ayahuasca and he didn't have the great experience. He yeah. went to the wrong place, had an awful experience. But yeah. he went and did it. He went and put himself in there to, to go and do it. You know, and he's got his ball, and he, and he's again, he seems to be surrounding himself with the right people to yeah. keep himself, keep him in check. Mm. But he's authentic. You know that when you listen yes. to him. Yes. Do you know what I mean? He's 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 really genuine in what he's saying. You know, and I'm and I share his videos with the people that 
around me that I think yeah. need to hear it at the time. And as a, having been a victim of narcissistic abuse myself, he just, it's just gold. He's absolute gold with narcissism. You know, but then we all, are we all not a bit narcissistic? Yeah, we are. <laughs> it's just a level. So, yeah. You think we've pretty much covered the world there? Well, we so. could go for a bit more, but. We could, you know what I really want to, again, mate, I always have to come back, is like, what are we going to do? It's all right coming up and telling everyone that the, the world's fucked and we've got all these problems and we've got racist issues and we've got police issues and we've got government issues and debt issues and schooling issues, education issues. We're like, what are we going to do? What are, what are we actually going to do as a society, as a group of people? What are we actually going to do? You know? Because it's better to have a plan and not need it than to need a plan and not have it. Yeah. It's really important that we put a plan in place. And, and I honestly believe now that everyone needs to just come together. We're not against each other. Mm. I'm not against Black Lives Matter. I'm not against the, the, a guru down in down south who's doing women's circles or men's circles. I'm not. No. We all need to collectively come together. And we're, I, don't know, I don't know what event needs to happen, but I believe that we need to all to collectively take a deep breath. Mm. Stop pointing fingers. As my dad said, when you're pointing fingers, these three fingers are pointing right back at you. Okay. You know? And then start to look at the man in the mirror and change. Mm. Just change starts with you. You know, it's like, I think we need to step up and understand how amazing this, this human experience actually mm. is. Um, and you, you, you get more from it when you do stuff for others and give them value and look out for them and truly have their back. Hmm. You know? I think um, I was watching a film on the Gaia channel, which is, I will say, has been the best investment during the lockdown yeah. period. Mm. Like Netflix went down, TV went down, Gaia consumption went up. Yeah. Well, if you're gonna watch TV, watch something good. Yeah, exactly. There's a film in it, it was talking about how most indigenous people around the planet in history would have various ceremonies, whether it's with plant or song or dance or, or whatever. And it would be all about recognizing the demons within and then constructively acknowledging them and then letting them go. Right, so that they pose no longer a problem. And by cutting us off from our, our ancestral indigenous roots, yeah. those demons actually stay within us and then we project them out now. And so we see them in the world, we act them out in the world because they remain unconscious rather than doing ceremonies to bring them up to the consciousness, to bring them to the light, to let them go away. And I had this vision the other day almost of like, where before we would have um, ourselves and then we would start projecting them out. We almost have this intensifying um, sandbox experience of social media where we can take those demons and then really amp them up before they spill out into the world. And so, you know, going back to your point of what to do, let's come together, let's acknowledge, recognize the demons that we have within ourselves recognize the good bits, let's recognize the shitty things that we have done individually, collectively. And then, let's go, let's go from there. Let's empower people as well. Let's have the courage to, have the courage to, to tell a friend when they're doing something minorly mm. wrong mm. instead of talking behind their back. 
is that my dad, my, one of my dad's, my dad who passed away in 2018, one of his best qualities, and I have not seen it in many people, he would not talk behind someone else's back. And he wouldn't have anybody else ever. And it's a quality that I'd love to, you know what I mean? It's like, there's no use. If that person's not there, you're just disempowering you. Yeah. It's like, you know, what's the use? It's like, if we're all trying to do something, if you're trying to start something new, if Davey's starting something new, if I'm starting something new, new means you're going to make mistakes. Yes. You know, and there's amazing people down south that are doing amazing stuff and they're, and they're trying their best and we need to lift each other and help each other but be honest with each other. Mm. What, what works, what doesn't work, keep it simple. You know, dance with each other, play with each other, rather than, bloody work, I wouldn't yeah, do yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. You know, because you- Well, his men's circle's nothing like mine, is it shit? Yeah, no, jeez, <laughs> come on. At least they're trying, you know? Yes. At least they're trying. I think that's the thing, is, is to, to look out for each other. That's, Increase the energy, not not decrease it. Mm. What are you putting in? Yeah, exactly. It's been fun, Paul. Always is, Brent. Always is. <laughs> you know, we chat often. It's just fun to get the microphone back out again. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. There's no difference to our normal conversation. It isn't really. <laughs> there you go. Give us a hug. Lovely. Thank you, brother. Thank you. <laughs>